What's up, people? Welcome back to Snackcast. Hey, what's going on? Um, not much. We are plugging through the great cholesterol myth, and and this is. Um, what chapter are we in? Uh, what chapter is this? I, I think, think it's, it's seven. Six. I think, but yeah, it's it's up there. Doesn't really matter the number. Um, we yep. we cover the first half of this chapter on the prior episode. So this is kind of um, it's a pretty intensive chapter. It's breaking down the different types of saturated fats, and then the monounsaturated fats, and the polyunsaturated fats. Man, and you're gonna have what, to help me out with this one because right. my head explode a little bit. So I I wanted to summarize for the viewer, right? Um, saturated fats, there's a lot of different ones, and you got to get in the book to fully understand what makes them all different. And, and at first glance, you're like, oh, that's a good saturated fat. And then you're like, oh, it's got some negative side effects. And I, that's like a common thing. It's like right. your your saturated fats, you know, don't look at them as good nor bad, I guess, is the takeaway. Right. And, and so the saturated fats are... In large part, the animal fats, the dairy, the butter, um, that's your saturated. Now, right. they vary in that category. The monounsaturateds are your healthy, non-processed, extra virgin vegetable oils. Those your, are your coconuts, monos. your olives. Um, then the polyunsaturated are your processed vegetable oils. Canola oil. Soybean oil. oil. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the main difference they broke out in the first half. Right. Right. So in the second half, um, so what what's the deal with vegetable oils? Why why are they bad? What why is saturated and monounsaturated better for you than polyunsaturated? And they do a pretty good job of kind of breaking that down. Yeah. Um, you know, overall, they they were mentioning uh, not to get it back into the the total saturated fats and stuff, but I thought it was really interesting. They have a title here, the carbohydrate swap, and there are several studies that they alluded to that when people went on a low fat diet per se, they actually the, some of their health markers got better. And what it alluded to wasn't just that they went on a low carb or a higher carb diet. This is like LFHC, right? Yeah, low fat, high carb. Low fat, high carb. And, and so there's the, you know, as you get people coming around you going, you can lose fat. Oh, it's all in balance and it's all in calories or it's all in, you know, I, I lost, lost weight in a low fat, high carbohydrate diet. They allude to that and they say that if you are on a low-fat, high-carbohydrate diet and the low-fat portion or the, the high-carbohydrate portion is fruits and vegetables, <laughs> you're, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but what ends up happening is typically when people go low-fat, they go processed they go vegetable oils, soybean oils, canola oils, and boxed food and processed food. That's typically the direction, and that's where you go off the cliff. And that's right. So, so that that's getting back to the polyunsaturateds. And to kind of dig a little deeper here, right, there's omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids. And it turns out you need both. Right. Right. And omega-6 is an inflammatory fatty acid. It inflames the body, but that's good because it's used in the immune system and a variety of other things, right? 
the omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. So they work in partnership to do very specific jobs. The problem is that the recommended ratio of threes to sixes is like one to one or one to four, somewhere in that range. Right. To your point, the Western diet that's boxed, packaged, sits in the pantry, you grab it off the shelf at Circle K. No offense, Circle K. I could have used 7-Eleven, too. Um, but, but that packaged stuff that's loaded with polyunsaturated, we're consuming more on the range of 15 to 1 to 40. 20 to 1. Oh, I thought I saw a 40 to 1 uh, number. You may have. The one I saw was 15 to 20. They may have referenced another study so or something. So that's the level of uh, breaking that down even further. That's like level of inflammation to. It's not balanced. Right. You're, you're not putting the body. You're, you're massively inflaming the body. So. Um, and know, these are loaded up in the polyunsaturated, for clarity, the omega-6s are. You know, I'm on an extremely low carbohydrate diet. I eat lots of meats and very – and on top of that, I eat – you know, I rarely use vegetable oil in anything. I try never to. Yeah. Canola oil. Um, occasionally, I'll have a cheat day with some, you know, some carbs or something, but that's very rare anymore for me. You're on strictly carnivore. No, right. no, no, no. We we do. Um, I I tell my wife we call it God food. If God grew it, if it ate in the field or came off a tree or came out of the ground, we pretty much will eat it. We do try kingdom and, diet, right? We tr- yeah. <laughs> we we do try and cut down on the um the high starch vegetables, your potatoes, um, and even those. They alluded to some of that a little bit, and like, all right, if you gotta go somewhere with with. You know, he, he broke down like the order of how you would, you know, you eat those things uh, or maybe actually it was somewhere else. And I saw that I might be confusing the two because I was reading another book about it. Well, going back to your high carb, low fat diet, right? They did. They kind of um, summarized why. And so, again, if you do it without the processed food, so you're eating That's a lot of broccoli, a lot of potatoes, yep. a lot of carrots, a lot of whatever, um, then you experience fewer inflammatory omega-6s because you're not eating the polyunsaturated. Fewer high glycemic carbs. Um, should we get into high glycemic, low gly- glycemic? Probably not yet. Okay. I mean, it's it's simply uh, glycemic load um, and higher low glycemic is basically how does the sugar react in the body? Right. And high is bad, low is good. Right. Um, a potato is low. A lollipop is high. Right. So um, fewer high glycemic carbs, more dietary fiber and much less fructose and sugar. Right. So it actually was. So it has nothing to do with the elimination of saturated fats or monounsaturated fats and more that you're really improving in other areas. Almost. Uh, all right. If, if, if we're. One to four, right? In those ranges that we were talking about with the with the fatty acids, shouldn't your diet kind of reflect that as well? Shouldn't you be eating much more of the anti-inflammatory foods? Isn't that where we're traditionally going? Sure. Sure. I mean... And less of the substances that inflame us, and that is exactly the opposite of what the Western diet does. Of course. You know... Right. 
you know, um, so anyway, it was in the book uh, that I saw that good carbs include the following foods, fruits, vegetables, beans and legumes. Bad carbs cover almost all the carbs that come in a box with a barcode. Cereals, white rice, pastas, breads, cookies, pastry, snacks, sodas, juice, crackers. You know, we talked about muffins before and how that's deemed as people. Well, it's a blueberry muffin. It's good for you. Wrong. It's not good for you. Because uh, it's loaded with this stuff. And, you know, again, but obviously kind of the point of the second half of this chapter is it, they're really beating up the polyunsaturated fats. And, and I think that's the funny thing, because, I mean, these are great back-to-back chapters because we, t- we talked about the extreme toxicity of sugars in the last chapter. And now you couple that sugars and vegetable oils. I mean, I hate to be a like to your point, your blueberry a, muffin, a fata, fatalist, but you're you're on the you're on a wrong path. Yeah, fast. you got oxidation, glycation, and inflammation all, in, all in one body in one brand muffin, in one beautiful blueberry muffin. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, it's and that's what I, you know, overall we're not we're not preaching this information enough. The, the the powers that be aren't getting this information out and saying, "Hey, we we screwed up on the food pyramid. Hey, we screwed up on the my plate. We really sorry we did a disservice for you." And, and they're still preaching the canola. There's a whole big case for canola on here. This was great as well. Oh yeah, talking about how horrific canola oil. What was. did he, what did there was a doctor that said uh, I won't. Put that crap in my body yeah. or something like that. His like, um, God, what do you say? Something along those lines. Uh, do, 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 do. Anyway, I would never, it, uh, use, yeah. I would never use this stuff. And then there's a whole uh, a lady that wrote a book about it, and and they in the book she called it the Great Conola. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I forgot about uh, that too. You know, coconut oils, olive oils, uh, saturated fats. You know, your wards, if you're cooking, I'd, butter, butter is good for you. Uh, I'd be cooking as long, you know, grass-fed butter. Grass-fed's better, yeah. Yeah, I'd be cooking uh, with that stuff versus... The kind of, I forget what it was called, mic- microglobin or something like mm-hmm. that, but the, the the healthy fats are, they're, they're like, it, it's like a, a middle with a fluffy outside and then a lane, lining around that and whatever, whatever. As we process it, we break those down. And that's in large part why the polyunsaturateds are so bad, because they, they've been fully broken down and they barely resemble natural fats at that point. Yeah. You know? So, gosh, I mean, it, this was really a good chapter, beating up uh, the vegetable oils. So, and you and I have talked about that on a po- past uh, podcast, and we reflected. I, I think we, we showed a graph of or talked about the graph of obesity in North America to when all of these different oils were actually introduced, if you recall. I don't know, 100 snack casts ago or something, but... Well, I, I do remember specifically soybean oil is one that it really took off, I think, in the early 70s was discovery and then promulgation into the food supply. And, um, in fact, Jerry had some interesting... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We're going to have to talk... As well, so it may be a double banger. Right. That happened. Um, we the, need to mark that. The mark high, that for a future snack cast. The hive. The, the, that's the epicenter. I mean, it seems like it's the epicenter of the food. It's like yeah. the, all right, sugar takes off and your vegetable oils and canola oils take off. We'll do that. And there's actually some interesting political ramifications around that as well. We'll do that as a separate snack cast. I'd love to maybe take that on. Into That'd be great. What happened. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so Kevin mentioned this was like a 20 page chapter. It was pretty long. We've obviously broken it into two chunks, but they did a pretty good job of summarizing the entire chapter. (laughs) (laughs) We made it long. We took 20 minutes of podcasting time, but, um, um, should we read it? Just go ahead and read it. All right. So what you need to know, Bullet point number one, saturated fat actually refers to a family of fatty acids, each with different health effects, some good, some bad, some neutral. It isn't a single nutrient. It's a family containing many different fatty acids, each with different health effects. Bullet number two, saturated fat has been wrongfully demonized. Several recent studies have shown that saturated fat is not associated with the greater risk of heart disease. And finally, bullet three, the balance between dietary intake of omega-6 and omega-3 is far more important than dietary intake of saturated fat. Do you remember when you were in school and the teacher would go, Kevin, you read the next chapter. And you're like, oh, don't mess it up, right? Hopefully I didn't mess that up. No, it was great. That second bullet point, saturated fat has been wrongfully demonized. And, you know, and it, and it, and it led into this, this whole chapter in the very beginning. And what we talked about on the, on the last Snackcast was that uh, saturated fat does raise your cholesterol. And cholesterol is bad, right? No, wrong. Cholesterol is not bad. Yeah. It's neither bad nor good, right? It's a, it's a poor measurement. Total cholesterol is a very poor measurement of overall coronary risk and overall health. Yeah. It's a very poor measurement. So can I share with you a cheat that I had over, over this past weekend? Yeah. So my youngest, Everett, soccer player, you know, Plenty, plenty athletic, you know, always moving. Um, he he likes Cheez-Its, and we get them at Sam's Club, and the boy mows through so some good. Cheez-Its, so right? <laughs> they were sitting on the counter along with room temperature butter. If you've never dipped a Cheez-It in butter, oh, my gosh, the heavens parted and angels sang. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did you do? It was wonderful. I only ate like 10 of them, but, and when I say like, I took the cheese at like a spoon. Butter's good for you. Like the lie that we've been told. Gosh, it was so good. If you can package that, you kill the whole country. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Death by Jesus. <laughs> Death by Jesus. <laughs> so, um, you got anything else? No, that's good. All right. Um, wrapping up uh, chapter seven, I believe it was. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See ya. <laughs>